You're listening to Finale, Episode 18, Sports Night. Hello and welcome back to Finale, the podcast that revisits the series finale of a beloved TV show that at least one of us has watched, or in this case, both of us has watched. I'm Ron Richards. And I'm Carrie Angolia. And we're back. It's been a few weeks. We skipped a week there. Yeah, yeah. you're just going to have to... Roll with it. Be patient with us. We appreciate <laughs> your patience. <laughs> but as we teased in last episode, uh, we are talking about a, a series finale of a TV show that we both watched and we both loved. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Beloved. Beloved. By, by both of us. Beloved Sports Night. Beloved Sports Night, which I have to say, and we will get into this, I'm sure, I don't think we talked about at the time. I don't think we did either. It was like something we both really liked and we did not discuss Individually. it with one another. Yeah, yeah. exactly. So um, a little background on the TV show. Uh, Sports Night was on ABC uh, and it first aired on September 22nd, 1998. And the series ended on May 16th, 2000. It ran for two seasons, a total of 45 episodes. Which is not that many. Not that many at all. No, I know. Not that many, considering a, how good it was. It was so good. So good. So, spoiler alert, we like it. Yeah. <laughs> the series finale was the 22nd episode of season two, or the 45th episode overall, uh, and it aired on May 16th, 2000. Uh, and Sports Night was a weird one. From what I remember, the weirdest part about it to me was the transition from laugh track. Well, that was yeah, that was the season one uh, to, to, with the show. Yeah, yeah. And so, it was my my introduction to Sorkin to the world of Sorkin. That's the that's the main one. Yeah. So it was uh, the the series uh, the series finale's uh, episode title is Quo Vadimus, and it was directed by Thomas Schlamme and written by Aaron Sorkin. Which, if you're a fan of TV, you recognize those names from. The West Wing. Exactly. And if, you, if you're if you a fan of podcasts, you recognize them also from the rest, the West Wing Weekly. <laughs> Correct. Um, but this, so th- this was their series on ABC before the West Wing started. Yeah. The West Wing started in 2000, right? Um, it actually overlapped. It did? Yeah, it overlapped briefly. Okay. For the end of the second season, obviously, of this sports night and the beginning of the first season of The West Wing. Interesting, interesting. And Tommy Shami and Aaron Sorkin both involved in both. Yep. And if you listen to The West Wing Weekly podcast, they tell stories about Aaron running back and forth, yeah. finishing scripts back and forth for each episode. And it's kind of crazy that they both were happening at the same time when you think about the breakneck pace of, of what they were doing. Um, other people in common, they had... Um, Joshua Molina was on both shows, but not simultaneously. And then a bunch of guest stars because um, Aaron and and his team have people that they trust who can speak the Aaron language. And once you find someone who can talk at that pace, at that particular kind of music, then I guess you keep them around for a while. Right. So you're quite the Sorkinite. I... He's a flawed man. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm not saying that his writing is perfect. Right. Like I'm not a fall on my sword. Yeah. It's the he's the best thing since sliced bread. But the bread he's making is to my liking. Right. Like I happen to like his ridiculous monologuing and the diatribes and the 
And the and like you mentioned, the music, the cadence. Like the for cadence me, it's it's it. it's yeah. the it's like uh, Sorkin and Mamet were the were the two writers that, that I discovered in the '90s in college um, that had dialogue that was very that had a cadence to it, it that was almost in like your music. Head. Yeah. yeah, it sticks in your head like a yeah. song. Yeah, like yeah. there are lines of those shows that'll stick in your head like yeah. a piece of music would. So so let's back up. So the West Wing had not started yet, so you were not a Sorkin fan via there. No. Why on earth did you watch the show? Like, how did you discover the show? And why? my brother, your brother, my brother, my mm-hmm. older brother, was a huge fan and recommended I watch it. And why would I watch a show about people? talking about sports it seemed like maybe yeah. the most boring thing well yeah so, so the premise of the show uh for those who didn't watch it or aren't aware of it i mean if you're a fan you know but uh it was a behind the scenes uh show uh there was a a, a tv network like espn that was called csc and they produced a nighttime news show like sports center called sports night um and this came out like right at the time when sports center was exploding in popularity so like the concept of a uh, of a news show dedicated to sports was very top of mind in pop culture um and then uh, it also launched how, how i got into it it launched right around the time of jamie tarsus taking over abc she was the head of abc and abc did a whole major rebranding program where if you remember they had a yellow background with black text and that was the marketing for their tv shows this whole night you the, the, are a different kind of nerd right a little now. bit yeah <laughs> so the the uh, 1998 season was this new this new face of ABC and there's all these shows that were in development and this was one of them and it just felt very different the, than the anything out there. The marketing drew you in. The marketing drew me in. Um, I just remember it. Be, I was also in school in college for TV, so right. we analyzed the shit out of this. Like, yeah, we just, yeah, that's fair. But um, uh, the the big thing about it was, uh, as you mentioned, it it. it was a half hour sitcom. It was billed as a half hour sitcom. But if you know anything about Aaron Sorkin, they don't write. He doesn't write a sitcom. It was a. It was as close to a dramedy as there was. Right. 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 And it wasn't a three camera shoot. There was a roving camera. Um. You know. It was. It was more. It was different than any other sitcom that was out there. And when the show launched, it had a laugh track because sitcoms had laugh tracks. And if right, you go it was ba- like the studio didn't know what exactly to do with it or how to deal with exactly. it, and it took them some time to figure that. It took out. them a full first season to figure it out, um, unfor- and, and maybe too late. Well, yeah, well, unfor- well, so this, the, so I don't have ratings numbers for the series finale. I didn't have time to research it to go find it, but I did see that overall the premiere ratings were higher season two than season one. But my guess is they tanked from there just because it was heavy. It's heavy watching. Um, you know, and and I could see why it, it would connect with a certain audience, but not a mass media audience in that half hour sitcom format on ABC right. that was known for Full House and Family right. Matters. Right. If and you're like if that. you're expecting did I do that, yeah. then this is not yeah. going to work for you. And yeah. I think that if if Sports Night came out now, I think it would ha- find a, a, a much bigger audience. Yes. Or, you know, I don't know if bigger is the right word, but a much Oh, yeah, maybe a bigger audience yep. because people are willing to accept different things from television than they were at the time. Yep. And the cast is bananas. Well, Josh Charles, who we, we talked about on The Good Wife. Uh, Peter Krause from Six Feet Under. Yeah. Uh, TV legend Robert Guillaume. Uh, Felicity Huffman. Uh, Josh Molina, who later went on to stardom in the in the West Wing Weekly, to ruin to ruin yeah. the West Wing. Um, That's a joke, uh, right? And so, like, great great cast, great lineup. So, so here's the, my two questions for you: Is okay. when was the last time you watched the series finale? Probably 2000. 
So you have not revisited it in the last 19 years? No, we did buy my parents the DVD mm. box set because yeah. was that's, two seasons and that's it was how small. you shared TV, yeah. television at the mm. time. Um, but I don't think I've gone back and I've definitely gone back and revisited a couple of episodes, but I haven't done the whole 45 and I haven't seen the last one, I mm. think, in 19 years. All right. Um, I, I'm positive I've seen it since 2000. I couldn't tell you when. Definitely not within the last 10 years because I also bought the DVDs. I did rewatch it often after it went away, but I haven't watched it since at least 2007, 2006. Um, now, what do you remember of the finale? Of the finale, I believe William H. Macy. Okay. I believe that it got very meta in that Sports Night was in trouble. That's... Of the series finale, that's what you remember. Uh, or maybe the, maybe that's the whole last season, I don't know. Yeah, yeah, okay. But I believe that the show was in trouble and there was someone looking to buy something and they didn't know if it was going to make it. And I think, I don't remember a ton more than that, but I, I had like a, a spoiler reminder, I guess, from the West Wing Weekly because they talked about... Um, a line or a statement made towards the end. And again, I don't know if it was the series finale, but towards the end saying, if you can't make this show work, then you're doing something wrong. Right. Which I think was... A little meta. A little meta, right. yeah. So what I remember from the last episode was that the network was being sold and it was a mysterious buyer was going to buy it. And I remember being very taken by the actor who played the mysterious buyer when he was finally revealed. Um... And only to find out later that he, he went on to, he was Clark Gregg, went on to stardom in the Marvel movies as Agent Coulson and uh, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., as well as the West Wing. Um, so. I love Clark Gregg. Clark Gregg's the best. I know. That's why I'm very excited to watch this. So. Yeah, I super so. really like him. All right. So let's stop talking about it. Let's go uh, revisit Clark Gregg in the year 2000 on Sports Night. All right. Let's do it. Let's do it. Man, this breaks my heart. I know. I had a moment. I had a moment, too. I did have a moment. It's it's funny, because as we finished watching this, I couldn't help but remember upon watching it how excited this got me, and then how heartbroken I was when it was canceled. Oh, yeah. Like, the whole show in general. Well, the whole show in general, but just like this episode. Like, the ending of this episode epitomized what this show was, was the excitement of live TV. And, like, keep keep in mind, like, when this was on, I was in college for TV. Right, right. And so it was like, this is what it's going to be like. This is what my career is going to be like. And it wasn't, because I didn't pursue it. But uh, also, this is fiction. But uh, it just gave such a, like, such a energetic... yeah optimistic, you know. Well, that's uh, that's what I love about, I mean, not Good that, Sorkin. This yeah, is Good Sorkin. Good Sorkin. That's yeah. what I love about Good Sorkin. Yeah. Good Sorkin has a hope yep. and a set of values and camaraderie and loyalty. And things are going to be all right and, and you're going to come together and you're going to you're gonna over, overcome... Uh, obstacles uh, of exactly. any kind. Yeah, exactly. And, uh, and, and we're going to do it by repeating the same sentence back and forth to one <laughs> another over and over again. <laughs> All right. So, so in looking back at this finale, um, you, were, you, you recollected the second season. Yeah. Uh, so William H. Macy was in the first episode. And the show, oh. the show was getting kind of reworked by the development executives, and he came in to rework it, and everyone was afraid of him, stuff like that. He was not in this episode, as we, no, as we found out. No, he was not. A 
a beside burned Clark Gregg, however. I, I gotta tell you, Clark Gregg looked quite good in this episode. Well, everyone is 20, 20 years younger, so. Exactly. Clark, <laughs> Clark Gregg had some good sideburns. He had some sideburns. And also, late 90s fashion is not looked, did not age well. No, that brown leather jacket and the and uh, and Josh Charles's uh, blue suit with blue sh- with blue shirt and blue <laughs> like the heavy big shoulder padded uh, uh, blazers uh, did not look good at all. But uh, yeah, but so overall, I this finale again, yeah, made me miss the show, made no. me miss that optimism. It was a simpler time. Um, it reminds me of what Sorkin is good at, which is again that like optimistic, energetic, right, team. Right. So, so to recap on the what the episode actually happens is that uh, the network CSC is up for sale. Uh, there's some some bidders out there in the world, uh, and there's a mysterious eleventh hour bid from a company called Colvatimus uh, that nobody knows anything about. Uh, and turns out it is owned by Clark Gregg, who is the mysterious man in the bar that Felicity Huffman has been meeting. Uh, and he seems to like the show. So He what- also seems to have taken a shine to Felicity Huffman. There was a little bit of sparks there, wasn't there? And I, there was another moment. We're going a bit out of order here. Sure. There was another moment where Jeremy and... Natalie. Natalie. Josh Molina and... The woman who played Natalie. Oh, poor woman who played Natalie. She was really great. I never know what happened to her. I don't know. I'm sure IMDb could tell us. Uh, they were reminiscing in in a finale, in a series finale kind of way, yeah. about when they first met. Which was the pilot episode. Pilot episode. Uh, Jeremy, played by Josh Molina, and Natalie, played by someone we don't know yet, have their interview for him to be hired, and her comment was, Basically, I wanted to smooch you. Yeah. And then she hired him, Sabrina Lloyd. Sabrina, did. yeah, Natalie played by Sabrina Lloyd. And I couldn't help but think that's not appropriate. No. And then that well, was. they had a romantic thing. Like she said, you had the job as soon as you walked in the door because she liked him. But that's not why you hire people. That's not why you hire someone. Listen, this isn't a human resources podcast. This is not. This is not why you buy a network. That's <laughs> true. Because you like the lady in the bar. <laughs> that doesn't make sense. Yeah. Well, so the you know at the same time, Josh Charles is dealing with the fact that his uh, lo- that his uh, love interest in the first season has returned, and he's mulling an offer in L.A. But Peter Krause's character won't go to L.A. with him, uh, and so there's a lot of uh, angst uh, on the on the two anchors. But you know, it all works out in the end because Clark Gregg bought the company; he's going to keep the show, and it ends with them all finding this out. And you feel optimistic for what's to come. Oh, that moment! Okay, so there's a moment where Casey and Danny. Find out Peter Krause and Josh Charles. Find out that the show is not going to be canceled, yep. and they have jobs, and they're going to get to work all together. Their pro- and that solves all their right. problems. Dan and Dan gets to stay in New York. He gets to be with Rebecca. Like uh, every piece clicks in place. I don't know if place. he's going to be with Rebecca, but right, undetermined. Yeah, but he has that option. Yes, but so the moment that they find that out, the way they chose to write and shoot that is Felicity Huffman tells them over their earpieces. But we don't hear what she says. And we don't hear it. And all we see are their faces. And they're 30 seconds to air, five seconds to air. So they're not going to react 
strongly. You know, they're, they got to keep it together to get on the air. But, and they don't acknowledge it to each other other than with, you know, a, a smile and a, a look. And, and, a look and, 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 little, and once they go to air, they make jokes that yeah, we, only we get the context of. Yeah, and it was just, it was very, very well done. This, this show did a great job of making you feel like you were part of the team, like that you were I, part again, of the like, gang. That's what good Sorkin does best, yeah. right? Yeah. It's not necessarily the monologuing. Yep. It is the team loyalty and spirit of it, which is hokey, but I, that's that's what I like about his stuff. Yeah. Um, I did think the writing was a step less mature than how I remembered it. It, it did have it did have the beat. It did have the cadence. It did have the, a lot of back and forth, a lot of quips. It went, it went very fast. But yeah, I see what you mean by the. But it's not as mature as like a West Wing. Which, honestly, this show had less gravitas than West Wing. Like, yeah. It, it was about a sports TV show, right? So there was a little more maneuverability. But I'm curious, you know, why why West Wing was so much more successful. Is it because they were not restrained by that half-hour sitcom? Oh, yeah, for sure. They had an hour feel. to breathe. Had, yeah, yeah. And, it was, and they were able to be dramatic and funny. I mean, yeah. West Wing's funny. Yeah, it is funny. But if it were a sitcom, and, it would be trashy and, and, and bad. That's the, and it's funny because I sometimes wrestle because I, when this show came out and we talked about how it had the laugh track and it was trying to be a sitcom, but it wasn't a sitcom. I remember having a conversation saying this show should be an hour, but I liked the fact that this show was a half hour. I liked that it the was finale tight. was half an hour. It was tight and it stayed on point and it told a, t- a good story. It's a different kind of writing. And I mean, the biggest the biggest thing for me with this finale is the regret of not seeing the next season, right? Yeah, this yeah. is this is a season finale because it got canceled. It, there's no, there's only one finale trope, which is just revisiting Josh Molina's hiring. You know that. that I thought there was one more. Okay, well, what, what else? There was a moment where Josh Charles is contemplating his relationship with Rebecca. He's looking out of the the window of I think it's the green room yep. onto a, what looks like an empty studio, and it felt a little bit like closing the doors on the house or looking back at the apartment one more time or something like that. A little bit. A little bit. Only because at that point in the episode, we didn't know what was going to happen. We thought the network was going to be sold and, right. and, and they, were, they all thought their demise was coming. Yeah. It, like this, The whole arc of this episode is that doom is coming, we're going to be canceled, everything's going to go away, and at the 11th hour, it's getting saved. saved. Yeah. And it's that cliffhanger of they got saved, what's to come? That it just it kills me the missed opportunity. Although going back to what you said before we watched the episode about the meta context, at the very end of the episode when Felicity Huffman goes to see Clark Gregg and figures out who he is, figures out that he's the dot com millionaire before there were dot com millionaires. If you remember, this is two thousand, so it's right in the middle of the dot com period. I thought that was funny. But um, and when he tells her that he's buying the network, but he's not canceling the show, that he's not going to get rid of the network, and he's not going to cancel the show, and he has a very metatextual line that says, "If you can't make money with sports tonight, then you shouldn't be in the money making business." Right, which like, you know is Sorkin's dig at ABC. You, ABC. <laughs> exactly, I'm going to NBC, and and I'm going <laughs> to right have, have a hit f- for for five seasons. Yeah, yeah, but still, none, nonetheless, well, it was a, huge a hit, hit for. Longer than that. Right. He just wasn't yeah. around for it. Yeah. But I like that. And it's funny that they let that go through. I mean, that ABC had to take that on the chin, I guess. So, um, Man, Sports Night is so good. So, like, our question at the end of these episodes is, will you go back and watch the rest of this of this, of the season, of the show? Oh, yeah. we So we talked about it briefly before 
before because it, the episodes aren't streaming. You, we right. had to purchase. Yeah. And we were like, oh, it's 15 bucks or something for yeah. the whole thing. I think, uh, yeah, I, I think we might go back and, and watch it. I actually that. suggest we go back and watch it like now. Yeah. I think, like, uh, we, yeah, might yeah. Do, we might just end this episode and go back and, and go back watch to it. one. And yeah, go back, go, to back to, go back to the pilot. No. Um, yeah, I thought it was, again, it's not as you know dramatic and sophisticated i guess as as latter but it's but if you're a fan of the west wing it's important to watch the this show because you see the evolution and, and like knowing that he was working on the west wing while this was winding down and seeing you know like you you, you, you know see the it, seeds of a lot of exactly. a lot of things i mean we saw a walk and talk happen yeah right you saw little bits of echoes of sorkin stuff um on tv so yeah this is this is great i love this show so much this show has so much heart yeah, it had yeah. a lot of heart. It yeah. was very heartful. Yeah, I was gonna say hearty. <laughs> I don't know. All right, well, let's gonna wrap it up for Sports Night. We cannot recommend if you haven't watched Sports Night, go back and watch it. Uh, like we said, it's not streaming for free, but you could buy the seasons on Amazon and Google Play and all that stuff or iTunes. It's out there. You can get it. Uh, Sports Night, so good. One of our favorites. <laughs> Sports Night, so good. I like the music. I don't like that. I never liked the music. Oh, uh, I liked it. I don't yeah. know. It's Maybe it's just too nostalgic for yeah, me. Yeah, it's very 90s. So Sure, but we like the 90s. All right. Uh, <laughs> so that's going to wrap it up for this episode. We'll be back in two weeks with our next episode of Finale. Promises, promises. We don't know what we're doing yet, so we'll figure oh, it out. Oh, yeah, we got to figure that out. But episode 20 is in the distance, and that's when we're doing Seinfeld, so stay tuned. Uh, I think next episode we have to do something a little more dramatic now after doing a A little sitcom. bit more substantive. A little more substantive. Something so. with some gravitas. Yeah, maybe. So, all right. Until then, follow us on Twitter at Finale Podcast and on Facebook at Finale Podcast. And make can... suggestions of some shows with gravitas that yeah, we should talk about. Exactly. If you want to help pick the next episode, go to Facebook uh, in, on the Facebook page and, and make. Re- I know a couple of people have requested Dexter. I saw a recently. Yeah, super yeah. bloody. Yeah, super bloody. So. Um, but yeah, great conversation going on on Facebook, uh, facebook.com slash finale podcast. And of course, if this is your first time listening, you can subscribe on iTunes and Spotify and all the other places where you listen to podcasts and you can find all of our previous episodes at finalepodcast.com. So until next time, I really just want to watch the pilot now of the show. Quo Vadimus. Oh, I have one more, sorry, one more thing. Quo Vadimus meant. Where are we going? Where are we going? Right. What's next? What's next? Right. Exactly. Same stuff. Yeah. I'm just saying. So where are you going? You're going to go to Facebook and Twitter and talk to us there. Where are we going? You know, we might go back to the beginning and watch the pilot. Bye.